0: Two Boston Bruins rookies scored their first career goals in a 3-2 victory over the Dallas Stars on Monday. The big story was Jeremy Swayman, who's putting together a pretty nice, dare I say, vesna looking season. We'll talk about how the Bruins beat the Stars and also look at the updated Atlantic Power Rankings and some perhaps concerning underlying numbers for the black and gold here on today's episode Today is Tuesday, (laughs) November 7th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get a... $150 $150 bonus bet with any $5 money line bet. Winning $5 money, $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. As uh, Bessie jumps out of my way and helps me see what I'm reading. All right. Happy Tuesday, friends. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining me once again quick reminder before we jump in you can find the podcast on x threads instagram at locked nhl bruins you can find me my dad jokes hockey thoughts at ian c mclaren and the bruins extending their season opening record to 10 1-1 with a victory over the dallas stars on monday night and of course one of the big stories in this one was the uh, goal scoring that came off the stick of John Beecher and Mason Lori, each youngster scoring their first NHL goals for the Bruins. Brad Marchand getting the game winner to secure the victory for the Boston Bruins. Uh, two goals from rookies, the fourth line chipping in in Beecher's case. It was really important, Jim Montgomery said after the game. The Bruins wanted to jump on the Stars early. They were able to do that. Uh, Huge push over the last seven minutes of the first and second, and then, of course, in the third. But the Bruins were able to play well enough with the lead to lock it down. Uh, Beecher is playing in his 12th NHL game. He made it 1-0 at 10-21 of the first period. On a glove side shot to the top corner past Jake Ottinger. Uh, Lori, who was playing in his third NHL game, extended the lead to 2-0. Later in the first with a shot from the high slot past a screened Ottinger. Beecher said, it's just about as happy as you could ever be. Not only to get the first one, but to score a big goal in an away game to help your team win. Fourth line played fantastic and helped him get it a couple of opportunities. Fourth line of Danton Heinen. Beecher and Oscar Steen instrumental in this win. Huge goals for both players. Beecher, of course, his spot on the team is getting more and more secure as things go on. Lori, perhaps a bit tenuous just because he is a fill-in at the moment with Matt Grizzlick on LTIR. Charlie McAvoy suspended. One game left on that suspension. There was word that he was going to appeal. I suppose if he put that in, they could reduce it by one at this point, but unlikely. And Derek Forbort day to day with uh, an injury of his own. So, how long they need to keep Lorai deployed and in the lineup remains to be seen. You would expect, of course, that as guys come back, it would be Ian Mitchell, Parker Witherspoon, who will be sent down first. Uh so realistically, Lorai could be with the team through Thanksgiving based on Grizzlick's timeline, which I believe is the 25th, as the best case scenario when he can come off LTIR. Now that's not to say Lori's game was perfect either. He did have a turnover that led to Uh, the second goal, I believe for the, uh, Dallas stars. And he was not relied upon late in the game to help lock things down. They elected to give, uh, more ice time to some of the veteran players, which is understandable. Kind of a debate on social media this morning as to whether that's a detriment To Lorai, whether or not the fact that he can't be relied upon perhaps yet in those late game situations is a signal that he should spend some more time seasoning in the AHL once everybody is back and healthy. You can make an argument both ways. For now, he is there. He uh, was fifth in ice time last night among Bruins defensemen. Witherspoon, Mitchell, third and fourth, respectively, with Kevin Shattenkirk actually getting the lowest amount at 15.11. Carlo, Brandon Carlo, 25 minutes, 16 seconds. Hambus Lindholm at 24.25. And then Mitchell, the next closest, at 17.47. They're really spread it out among the bottom four and relied on the top two. Lori, at the end of the day, had one shot, one goal, and. That was a big reason why the Bruins won, was that goal that he was able to score. So we'll see long-term whether or not he remains with the Bruins for the balance of the season. Uh, the same can be said of Matt Patra, really, who was kind of quiet in this one. Uh, Potra had, uh, let's see here, 13 minutes and 11 seconds of ice time I believe he was in the 20s in terms of shot attempt differential, 20%. That is on for many more shot attempts against than four. Um, but, you know, still a contributing member for sure. Danton Heinen with the uh, primary assist on Lori's goal, which uh, which was great to see him get involved there as well. So, those were a couple of the highlights. For the Bruins, Lori, um, Beecher scoring, not unlike Charlie McAvoy, Jake DeBrusk scoring their first goals in the same game, what, six years ago, back in 2017. Uh, a picture of both was posted reminiscent of what happened uh, back then, and it's cool to see these young guys stepping up and making instant impacts. So the youngsters, huge. The biggest factor in this win was goaltending. And we'll discuss Jeremy Swayman's campaign to date and his performance last night here as the podcast continues. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And it's not just football either. You can place bets on the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Their app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I talked yesterday about how the over-under on the Bruins-Stars game was 5.5. Came in on the under, so if you did that, You're laughing this morning. All you have to do is visit fanduel.com slash locked on and you can get in on the action this NFL season as well as NBA, NHL. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day on tomorrow's podcast will bring you all the latest on the black and gold. Uh, still getting or meaning to get to a Joe Thornton episode after his announcement of retirement last week. Uh, so perhaps, perhaps we will fit that in tomorrow, uh, with uh, maybe a history moment. We haven't done that either lately. Jeremy Swayman was. Magnificent last night for the Boston Bruins, making 35 saves for the win. And he is off to a spectacular start to this season. Again, Linus Allmark is the big story last year, winning the Vesna Trophy. Jeremy Swayman right up there. In fact, leading the NHL with a 952 save percentage so far this season. Uh, Jeremy Swayman, a perfect record of 6-0-0. He has stopped, again, 95% of the shots against him and putting himself in the early Vezina conversation. The thing with uh, both Allmark and Swayman, of course, is that they split starts. So the win total may not be as extravagant as other goaltenders but the way the Bruins are playing they win enough to certainly warrant consideration uh, and in last year's case Allmark did enough overall the Bruins were so good that even in splitting starts he still had the most wins in the NHL right now Swayman 6-0-0 uh, behind only Thatcher Demko of the Vancouver Canucks in terms of wins uh and he's ahead of Demko in save percentage 952 compared to 948. Those two guys clearly uh the class of the NHL at the moment. Although there are some other guys playing very well, Aiden Hill in Vegas, Cam Talbot, uh usual suspects like Igor Shosturkin. um who else? Jake Ottinger, who the Bruins beat last night, Joseph Wall in Toronto, but at the moment. Swayman, uh, leading in terms of uh, save percentage. Now, I should add, Semyon Varlamov has a 972 save percentage, but he's only played in three games compared to six for our boy Jeremy Swayman. Swayman said his performance last night was a culmination of all the games. A lot of these teams have great identities, funneling pucks to the net tips, something he's got to work on, he admitted. Both goals last night against came on tips, which is frustrating. He wants to make sure he gets on top of that when he gets back to Boston. One game at a time. It's all he really cares about. And the experience is what makes him better and allows him to make those saves. Kind of ridiculous, that Weyman. 35 saves, 952 save percentage. And he's like, let's get home and work on saving (laughs) tip-ins. are a challenge for anybody at the moment the Bruins leading in terms of save percentage at all strengths 93.9 only the Vancouver Canucks come close really at 93.6 and you can make an argument that the Bruins are kind of being not saved but lifted, certainly, by their goaltending so far. Uh, Last night's game, the underlying numbers were not favorable for the Boston Bruins. Uh, At 5-on-5, they had a 40% share of total shot attempts in this game. Dallas Stars generated 58 shot attempts, the Bruins only 38 Shots, 5-on-5, five five were 29-18. Scoring chances were 24-17. This is all in favor of Dallas. High danger scoring chances, 12-6. And expected goals, 2.2 to 1.3. In all situations, didn't get much better. 78-57 uh, shot attempts. Shots were 37-29. So the Bruins were able to generate... Nine shots on the power play and got one power play goal, which was the difference. Literally, that goal scored by uh, Brad Marchand on the power play was the game winner. High danger chances, 17-11, 3.21, 3.11, the expected goal. So not a huge difference there, but Dallas certainly owning possession and generating a lot more than the Boston Bruins last night, which is a bit of a concern uh, in terms of the overall underlying numbers. We'll look at this a bit more when we talk about the power rankings uh, coming up in a moment. But right now, the Bruins at five on five are below 50 percent when it comes to shot attempt differential. They rank 19th at 48.42. When it comes to shot differential, they are at 49.82. High danger, our scoring chances, 51.86. High danger chances, 53.33. So that's a bit more encouraging. And then, of course, right now, their save percentage, 94.55 at 5-on-5 play, which is really helping to um, make up for that shot differential which is negative for them so all that to say last night the kids stepped up lori beecher with the goals captain brad with the game winner on the power play but five on five this game was dominated by the dallas stars and it was jeremy swayman who really kept this team in it and who's making a very early case for vesna trophy consideration how cool would it be to go from to to Swayman winning the Vesna uh really highlighting that partnership that tandem right now they are uh in line at least for another Jennings trophy as the Bruins uh are allowing very few goals against overall in fact their goals allowed of 23 is best in the NHL uh ahead of Vancouver and the New York Rangers. So that's the story from last night's game. What does it all mean for the Atlantic Division Power Rankings? We'll take a look at those quickly here as the podcast continues. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. David Posternak challenging for 60 goals once again. Maybe the Bruins get over the hump in the playoffs and lift the Stanley Cup. And you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper, the official daily fantasy hockey app of the locked on NHL network. Sleeper is are number one choice for daily fantasy sports. And with sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether pasta or Swayman will record more or less on their sleeper projections for goals or saves and to win one hundred times your bet. You need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get up to a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL on Sleeper. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Let's quickly jump into the power rankings, which I need to fill out for the Locked On network here today, and of course the Bruins. Let's just get it out of the way. Number one in the Atlantic, an 875 point percentage, 21 points through 12 games, a six point lead atop the Atlantic and their goal differential plus of plus 16 is also tops in the Atlantic. Although uh, it's third at the moment overall behind Vancouver and Vegas going down to the bottom, though. Some real problems in Ottawa. They had fire the coach chance in the nation's capital over the weekend. They're currently four and six through 10 games. Uh, You know, Shane Pinto suspended. They lost a first round pick because of the Evgeny Dadinov trade. Fired their GM. Could the coach be next? Four and six. They've lost two in a row. Uh, They do have a positive goal differential but um, things are not looking great for the Ottawa Senators at the moment. In seventh place this week, we're putting the Buffalo Sabres. They're and 6-6 through 12 games, plus one goal differential. They won their last game. Maybe things are turning around. Uh, They have recalled Matthew Savoie from a conditioning stint in Rochester. Maybe he'll give them a boost. They really haven't been clicking as of yet, uh, not getting, yeah, the same amount of offense they got last year. Their defense still needs some improvement. So Buffalo continues to reside near the bottom uh, seventh place this week. Montreal, as I predicted, slowly dropping down. They've lost two in a row. They're 5-4-2 at the moment, 545 point percentage, a league low minus six goal differential. Uh, perhaps they'll get a bit of a boost from bumping number one overall pick Uras Likoski to the top line, uh, which he scored on the other night playing with Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. But again, the long-term projection for this team, especially with Kirby Doc out uh, for the season, not great. And they should, I would expect, finish in eighth. Barn burner of a game last night between the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. Uh, Lightning were up four-one. Toronto tied it, took the lead. Tampa tied it, and then Toronto eventually won in overtime. And fittingly, both of these teams have identical point percentages five eighty-three. Uh, same amount of points, fourteen apiece through twelve games, and I'm putting them in fourth and fifth, respectively, with Toronto getting the edge because they got the win last night. Although Tampa has a better goal differential plus three compared to zero for the Maple Leafs. 42 goals for 42 against lightning 45 for 42 against the Florida Panthers. I'm putting in third this week, six, four and one. Uh, They won last night against Columbus six, four and one. Through 11 games, playing without Brandon Montour and Aaron Ekblad, who should be back soon, and that should give them a real boost as well. Second place, Detroit, 7-4-1. They beat the Bruins, of course, on Saturday, but not enough of a boost to put them over in the Atlantic. They're still six games, or six points back, I should say, and... Their 6.25 point percentage pales in comparison to Boston's 8.75. uh, And their goal differential is plus 8 compared to Boston's plus 16. So this week, Bruins clearly number one, followed by Detroit, Florida, Toronto, Tampa, Montreal, Buffalo, and Ottawa. Let me know what you think. If you agree, disagree, if you have a higher outlook for any of these teams, the Bruins will next be in action um, coming up later this week. They are fully off today as they travel from Dallas back home. They will take on the New York Islanders on Thursday night at TD Garden. And then they will play the Canadians on Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday in Montreal. So a bit of a back-and-forth week for the Bruins on the road, back home, up to Montreal. A couple good games coming up against the Islanders and the Canadians, a couple winnable games uh, for sure for the Bruins as they look to increase this stellar record to begin the season that has been largely built on exceptional goaltending. Not the whole story, but that's a big reason especially last night, why they were able to win. Thank you so much once again for taking some time to listen. Thank you for joining me here on a daily basis. Smash that subscribe button if you have not already. And uh, we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.